Awesome. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Demo Team Podcast. I am Ryan. I'm here today with Yuri, who's helping out once again. And we are here with the legendary Chris Lent. You might know him from the villa. You might know him from, from first to last if you like keyboards and windmills. Uh, you might have heard of them maybe from this little band called I Set My Friends on Fire. I don't know. They, they were on the show before. I mean, they they always mentioned the praises of uh, Chris Lent. But Chris also does Pretty Idiot. But, I mean, that has two eyes in it. Is it pronounced differently or is it pretty? Nah, like... I was just making it unique, I think. Okay, cool. I didn't want to be like, you know, no one wants to be like, no one wants their band name mispronounced. And I, yeah. I, it's pretty, I, 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 you yeah, know, pretty I, idiota. <laughs> you know, it could have been. I don't want to like disrespect the pronunciation, <laughs> which is key. Um, am I missing anything, Chris? I think. Uh, no, I, mean, I think that's. I mean, I filled in in a couple bands. I did like live drum, you know, but none of them. They weren't we could, mine. We so. could be here all day, right? Yeah. <laughs> we could be here for a yeah, I've done some things. So. Yeah. yeah, and most recently, um, people may have become uh, associated or acquainted with Chris Lent from a little viral video that was running, running wild like Hulkamania was in the '80s. But um, Chris, you were the drum tech for Polyphia on a little concert, little festival. It wasn't Woodstock, but it was the So What Music Fest where you kind of kept a homie in time for like a whole set. Was it the whole set or was it like... You know? uh, no, it was only for like two and a half songs really because <laughs> yeah. like everything shit out all at the same time. Okay. So I just like went and helped him out, helped him out, you know? Well, it was shocking, that's, that's, honestly, that's and impressive. scary. Uh, the, the song's not easy to keep up with. So, no, I mean, it's all right. I'm like... They're all 4-4 four, four at least, so sure, it's pretty yeah. on. Like, so, <laughs> I mean, it was nerve-wracking, but I was just trying to help them out the best way that could. Yeah. I would be helped out if that situation, like, first, I'd be like, just fucking start tapping on me somewhere so yeah. I could feel it. Or, <laughs> I think so lost gave, in that abyss, you know? You gave everybody, like, a free, like, pro gamer tip, like, in one fell swoop. Yeah. And luckily it went viral, so now lots of people are like, hey, if that happens... Look to your, uh, you know, Boy Scout survival handbook. <laughs> yeah. the Chris went addendum yeah. section. You know, tap and you know. I yeah. think that's a good thing for people to know because there's sometimes people who could get in that situation and then they would be like, "What do we do, man?" They yeah, panic. It's fucking yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people would just like let him like just drift in the ocean alone. You know, and been like, "Oh man, fucking that's almost over. You're good. Just get through it. Who cares?" I mean, what else would work? Like someone screaming the beat to him. Bye, bye, beat Yeah. Crash. Yeah. Crash, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it, get, yeah. Like, there's uh, not a lot of options. Yeah. He's got to get a straight conductor in the back. Yeah. When I need to a, fucking wand around. I should have brought my Harry Potter wand. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Could have Leviosa'd his set, bro. Hell yeah, dude. That's some dark magic. Hell yeah, Chris. Uh, it's awesome having you on here. I know that little tidbit got your name out there for a little while, and that was good, and I'm, I'm, I hope it leads to many more lucrative drum tech positions. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I, I did get another gig. Yeah. Somebody. You want you want to stay in time. Chris got you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm a fail-proof plant, like a Leatherman. I got all these different tricks I'll just pull out of one, one area. Hell yeah, man. 
got to keep eating, keep that name out there, dude. It's awesome <laughs> to have you on here. So, like, let's take it, like, all the way back to the beginning, if we can. Like, how did you get into music? Like, what, like, you know, you were born, you became a man, or you... Okay, so, like, why I started playing music? Yeah, like, like uh, even, even, like, what got you into music? Like, what were you listening to that was like, oh, man, I want to do this? Oh, man, I can remember when I was, like, two... And I was listening to, like, Michael Jackson and fucking New Kids on the Block. And just, like, <laughs> yeah. Paul Abdul and shit. And I was just, like, super into, like, microphones, guitars, and just, like, dancing. And, like, you know, pretty much just being a shitty front man, I guess. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was just, like, always into that. My dad was is pretty musical, too. But, like, he's in the military, so he didn't really, like, pursue it as, like, a professional endeavor. But he was always into, like, guitar and uh, he was a drummer when he was young, too. And so he had, like, an old drum kit, and I'd, like, go, like, fucking play, like, a old, like, native drum beat on there when I was, like, three or something. Like, ding, 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 ding. Like, fucking this tribal shit. I always dug it. And then I, I remember my brother started doing music in school, and he was on, like, he started playing snare, and I was so fucking jealous of him. Because, you know, he's your older brother. You're trying to be, like, better than him i guess is the only nice way to say that i was like well, fuck him i want to be the musician you know? i was like five so i had friend, years sibling <laughs> competitive rivalry it's, it's, yeah it's a tale as old as time yeah immediately just right out of the womb i was like fuck it but it's uh, on dude it's on yeah so 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 yeah. Did, you, did you have a stash out of the room too i wish man this took a while this was like <laughs> mid-20s so, like, in my early 20s, I had, like, a shitty, like, it was, like, so thin. But in my, like, when I was in it, I was like, this is a good mustache. And yeah. now, when I look back, I'm like, that was not, that was not good. <laughs> but I felt like it was, as, it, I felt it looked like this the whole time. But I mean, not to borrow from, like, you know, anime or Dragon Ball Z, but maybe that was just, like, the first level, you know, the first level of the transformation. Yeah. had to ascend to get even yeah. further beyond. Yeah, I'm not even final form yet either. It's ah, gonna dude. be like <laughs> handlebars light. are gonna like curl. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be that buff dude from Full Metal Alchemist. Fucking yeah, handlebar. You know what I'm talking I about? Mean, if we were to compare it to like the greatest western of all time, like Tombstone, you got like a good like Wyatt Earp going on, man. You know, it's, it's yeah, it's getting... like a yeah, it's like a combination, it's like a docker, like yeah. a Hollywood like Doc Holiday, and yeah. But it, it looks good enough for a Western. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, like, this isn't, like, I just got out of high school, check my whiskers out, bro. That was a little milk. <laughs> did I actually, I went and did some extra work in a music video for this. I don't even know how to pronounce her name. Marissa Mayano. I don't know. She's pretty popular. She's in that fucking pop punk girl band that got flamed by the internet, like, last year or something. <laughs> oh, what's their name? Oh, I forget. But so I did extra work with them, and the director was like putting me in all these shots because of my mustache. You know what I mean? At first, it was like it's set in like the '60s, and they were talking about shaving it, and I was like, "Uh, I was about to just like, like not take the gig." I was like, "No, I'm gone." Yeah, like do not shave me. Yeah, this but, mustache uh, is taking you places, obviously. So yeah. you can get rid of it. Can take all I, my power too. Feel I'm like I shrivel up. Yeah. I'm kicking myself because before I came out, it was like last episode I wore a cowboy hat and I was like, I'll just go with the Stranger Things kind of, you know, That's baseball. Cool, yeah. 
But then I'm, now I'm sitting here with a, a Western mustache, and I, I feel like I'm ill-equipped. I, I didn't come prepared correctly. Uh, the road Stop not it. traveled, you know? I'm just... <laughs> in, in another life. It, yeah, it that's, that's all next time I see you, I'll wear the cowboy hat, and I, yeah. I, we'll get a picture of you in it, and then they'll be like, he's still alive, Doc Earp, he's, he's fused into one being. Doc Earp. Your secret is <laughs> safe with me, Doc Earp, don't worry, I know you guys, that's how you guys stick around this long. Anywho, so, yeah, that's how you got into music, like, you were yeah. very fascinated with microphones, Michael Jackson, um... Yeah, um, and then my dad's drum kit, and then I was, uh... I think I watched like I was like all then I was like into heavy music kind of like punk and shit pop yeah. punk not like you know not like street punk or until any, like high school. Any examples of stuff that you were into? Like oh, very, like my my first records that I remember vividly like burning out was fucking like Weezer Blue. That's not punk, but uh, and then Damn It by Blink One or uh, Dude Ranch Blink One Eight Two. <laughs> I just fucking left that, like, in my tape deck, like, all the time. And then my brother brought home from the Muddy Banks of Wishka this Nirvana album once, so live compilation, and that, like, blew my fucking mind. I was like, this is so fucking heavy and sick, like, <laughs> gritty, you know what I mean? But so at that the same, got me more into it. At the same time, like, it was, and it was also so clean compared yeah. to, like, we were used, like, what, like, the, I, I'm, I'm, like, 33, so... Like, I remember tape decks running them, like, onion skin thin, just, like, yeah. such awesome stuff. Even for tape, like, you could hear, like, a lot of clarity that wasn't around at mm -hmm. that time. Yeah, I love it. I still use the tape medium. My old car has tape decks, so I, like, buy a shit ton of cassettes. Because it's yeah. got such a nostalgic sort of air to it as well, because I feel mm -hmm. like I'm listening in the past. I dig it. All right. And they, yeah, great merch item, too. They sell out yeah. immediately. <laughs> Shout out to every band that does tape decks and like that, that's that yeah. it's you you gotta itch that nostalgic bone because that's what some that's what all some of us have. Yeah, and the fucking like physical aspect of it too. I feel like our like everything's streaming, so we don't really have like cool physical shit anymore. Not like as we did, you know, it was all yeah. CDs with booklets and cool shit back in the day, and now it's, yeah, just, it's definitely got a little more bare bones. Like it's. If you were alive during that time and you get a CD now to compare to then, it's like, oh, this mm -hmm. is like, this is almost like it was, but like back in the day, you'd open the booklet and it's like its own little freaking like magazine, yeah. like hella big, all the personnel, a bunch of behind the scenes shots and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like there was an artwork, there was an art to it. And I yeah. guess as, as time has gone on, like production costs go up and it's just like you want to save a couple dollars because this streaming company way of payouts is like, you know, as much as I love my micro pennies. It's, you know, it's going to cut into some costs because most people are just going to listen to it on streaming and they're not, maybe, hopefully, fingers crossed, they're going to hit that credits button and see, like, that little abridged version of the personnel that, that's... Yeah. Time's yeah. changed, man! <laughs> At least, like, vinyl's coming back to a degree because, oh, I yeah. mean, I, I know I hit up, like, every record store day I can or, like, just, like, go to local record stops when I'm on tour just to, oh. like, stock up. Like, I'll buy fucking music from my childhood or you know all that have, shit all the new records too i have like two tape decks and i have one vinyl my that my only vinyl though is from first to last is uh dear diary so oh, i don't really the record store drop that happened this year i was able to oh like, yeah, yeah yeah one of a thousand so my homie was able to pick it up and mail it over from a different state because california where i live it just 
I check every record store. They're like, who? I was like, get off the phone. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I wish I could have scooped that one up. I don't know, actually. I can always ask around. I know a few people. No, it's all good. Don't worry about it. I don't need any more things in this I, room. I almost, because uh, Derek's been on the show. I told him, like, hey, man, if you want to do a timeshare, if you want to, like, you know, my, my record can visit you on weekends. Luckily, he got one. But, I mean, that deal the offer is also open to you. If you need a timeshare, I mean. Thanks, man. You got I've always it. heard timeshares are great investments. <laughs> the record, yeah, man. Imagine how much the value will appreciate. It was just like, yeah. this This has been held by two men now. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know you had Derek on the show. I love Derek. Oh, yeah, Derek's the homie, man. He's been on here twice uh, yeah. for uh, for cholera violins. Like, we were helping him, like, promote the heck out of Fever, which is, like, a dope-ass track. And I think yeah. you're, you're pretty idiot. Like, I think it dropped around the same time. I think I threw something up on TikTok for that. That was yeah, good time. I like cholera violins. They're very dope. And pretty idiot's also that kind of, like, different. It's not like, you know, you're not blast-beating and all that. Mm. It's definitely more vibey. And yeah. I'm a big fan of vibey stuff. And I'm glad that you guys actually, like, scratch that itch that you have in your musical palette. Yeah, dude. Derek actually played guitar on that song, too. Really? Yeah. Me and Derek collaborate a lot. We just, we're talking about, like, we need to get together for, like, two weeks. We're talking about just, like, getting a cabin because we got, like, a whole shit ton of songs that we, like, Do always it. write together. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> our, both of our, like, our, like, uh, tastes really align, like, with each other. And our vibe, like, we just work really well with each other, so... Hopefully. All I'm going to say, man, self-titled from first to last, like, it, that's my shit, dog. Like, I really, in that good era, like, you know, when you were, yeah. you were around, definitely, like, that, like, I love Sunny, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, we can sit here all day praise. I'm just saying, self-titled era, you guys took a lot of risks, and you did a lot of cool-ass shit, and you went on a lot yeah, of cool-ass right. And I was just like, I appreciate that time, because I was, I was there on the YouTube channel, like. <laughs> FFTL TV. <laughs> Yeah, good old times, man. Well, I think we can get there. We can get there. So we got you through how you got into music. What yeah. got you to playing in bands like you know that you're like associated with now? What led you to becoming more of like that, you know, post hardcore uh, pioneer man? <laughs> I wouldn't go that. <laughs> um, uh, that was off of a MySpace book. So I like played in a local band in like nine grade and 10th grade in Clarksville and it was like kind of just like experimental fun like jammy groove shit and mm -hmm. then I, I moved to Alabama and then there was a MySpace bulletin from first to last about looking for a drummer for their buds in this band called By Far The Least and I was like I got this and like <laughs> didn't even send in the audition tape yet I was like I'm gonna fucking nail this and so then I told my mom that I was going to have to move to Georgia and stuff. And then and then I sent in the tape, and then I got the gig, and then I had to move to Georgia. And uh, so that's when I, we started, like, living with them first to last. Like, well, Travis, and uh, then Derek came, and then Matt. Matt was kind of like, I think he was, like, Canada, or his girlfriend was from Canada. He was usually gone. And then he came and lived with us for a while. But that's when I just, like, started being around those guys all the time. Then we went on tour together. Then my band broke up, and, you know, life keeps moving on, and I just stuck with those guys because they kept wanting me around. Like, don't go, Chris. Stick around. Yeah, you want to play keyboards. <laughs> yeah, 
Move this fucking box over here. Be our merch guy. Be our videographer, you know. Play this. <laughs> like, I don't play that instrument. Like, it's fine, man. It's just 36,000 people. You're good. <laughs> I mean, your time in the band, like, I, I feel like that is a very important time. Because, like, the videos, like, YouTube was in its, like, fledgling days. There wasn't much, like, on YouTube that was, like, not clips from movies and like content creation and i feel like as a band during that time like you were able to see like behind the scenes stuff no matter if it was like two three minutes because like back in like most people see that like all oh, those videos are short like they weren't getting yeah. no ad space so it's like well you a was <laughs> it, it was a different beast and i'm pretty sure videos could only be like five minutes in the very early days of YouTube. yeah yeah there's definitely a cap i think it was yeah, yeah. It, was, it was 10 minutes it was 10 minutes yeah, i think yeah. yeah way back in the day so like mm -hmm. definitely like and like it was a good thing for you guys because like it like definitely kept you guys like in mind like during that time like let alone just like you guys were like covering all bases because like you not only were you guys like in video games you guys were also like like on the soundtrack of video games because i believe derek yeah. said like you guys got scammed into a video game. I don't know if that if you were in the band at that uh, point. Well, no, I, I was like auxiliary at that point, so I wasn't full fledged on paper. Um, yeah, no, they they signed a deal with EA, so mm -hmm. um, they put it they put them in Facebreaker. Then they wrapped our bus for Warp Tour of Facebreaker. The guys had to go play their characters against kids on Warp, and uh, <laughs> then we also did uh, the Madden Palooza that was at the Rose Bowl or something in Pasadena. <laughs> It was fucking weird. It was like <laughs> we played like first and like ESPN's like filming us. There's like barely anyone on the grass like watching us. They're all just like walking around Ikea. I think like Busta Rhymes and Airborne played and shit. It was like it's fucking bizarre. So I think bizarre. That, that's all. I think bizarre and from first to last come together like a lot because I feel like a lot of random happenstances happen with this band at, at all times like in every era of an iteration of this band like there's definitely like a strange instance like wait wait they played with kiss wait yeah. they were on jimmy kimmel like what like it was the management like, it was yeah. yeah like from first to last is like definitely i got like even during your time like post-hardcore bands didn't really like at that point like you know the used and all that like that was early 2000s it's like 2007 2008 Mm -hmm. And, like, from first to last is on, like, Jimmy Kimmel, and you're doing windmills, just, like, jamming out on a keyboard, and it's just, like, that was important to me as a kid. Like, it was, like, that's my favorite, like, one of my favorite bands, and as butthurt as I was that Sonny wasn't in the band, it was something that I could still, like, feel, like, proud of, because it's, like, wow, I used to sit in 2004 listening to from first to last in my mom's car, and it's just, like... It was cool. It was very yeah. awesome to like stay up, record that on a VHS, and like watch it back and back and back. You know, just because it's like yeah. I like from first to last. They're on Jimmy Kimmel. It's on network, like not like regular basic cable. Like you know, I was able to see it at home. I didn't have like you know, if I was on the internet, like the internet's so slow. The only thing that really worked really quickly was freaking like a uh, MySpace, which wasn't like a high maintenance <laughs> on the bandwidth. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so it was definitely a cool thing to see you do that. Was, what was that like for you? The Kimmel, Kimmel, yeah. uh, terrifying. I was <laughs> absolutely terrified. I was not a good, uh, like the only instrument at that time I felt confidence in was drums, and so I was like learning as I'm 
playing all these songs like keys and stuff and i'm so like have wicked bad imposter syndrome so i'm like constantly just ragging on myself so i'm just like don't fuck up on tv <laughs> like don't press the wrong note i'll just fucking unplug all this shit i was so scared so i mean you can tell i'm like i've got my head down the entire time like, my grandfather's like, I waited four fucking hours to watch you on TV. I couldn't even see your fucking face. I was like, that's my bad, man. Like, I was scared shitless. Like, it was terrifying. And it was fun, though. I mean, it was it's surreal. Like, I feel like looking back on it, I can appreciate it a lot more. But, like, when I was in it, like I said, I was so down on myself all the time that I was just, like, kind of, like, felt like I didn't deserve anything that was happening so it kind of like put it in this weird sort of distortion to where it didn't feel like it was happening you know what I mean like I didn't yeah. fully what was going on because I was like this will come along again and I'll be more prepared next time or something you know what I mean like yeah. this isn't the time this isn't your time to be like I don't know it's a weird thought it's just my mind yeah. I mean, you're a young man at this point, you know, life experiences, you know, you're, you're experiencing that. I mean, how many people can just be like, you know, next, you'll get them next time slugger on Jimmy Kimmel. Like, you know, it's yeah. a, it's a big opportunity. And it's just yeah. like, you, everyone's going to have a first time. And it's definitely like, it's a different experience for a lot of people. And the fact that, yeah. you know, it's not like you're like that guy that's famous for like throwing up on Jimmy Kimmel's stage from being like, <laughs> that was pretty rad. <laughs> What a fucking god-tier person I'd be at this point. I think that would have changed the entire context of the Polyphia thing going viral. It's like, remember the throw-up guy on Jimmy Kimmel? He's, He's back. back. <laughs> Here he is. Uh, you wanted mad. him. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Oh, was, uh, like, during that time, too, like, with what you said about, like, YouTube, I think the reason the band started to get more interest and like people stuck by us too during that time was because of our personalities we were able to like we were able to show people that we weren't like like during that time like people were holding bands to like on this like pedestal like Burt McCracken like I mean he had a fucking Burt McCracken's my homeboy fucking t-shirt where he looks like Jesus like people are like these are rock gods you know it's like the 80s when everyone's like holy shit fucking poison's here like but yeah, I'll let that, him fuck my mom. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like Burt McCracken's on stage with My Chemical Romance. My Chemical Romance is like the biggest thing in the world. Yeah. And then you also have it where it's like Burt McCracken was on the Osbournes. Like he was like fucking like oh, Ozzy fuck, Osbourne was fucking shit about him. Like yeah, I totally <laughs> forgot that. Wasn't he dating you know Kelly? I mean? like, oh my god. <laughs> Just years. unlocked a memory. Twenty years is scary. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Holy shit. <laughs> Time's yeah. moving too fast for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of into it. Suck me into the vortex. I'm fine. Let's go. Let's yeah. fucking go. <laughs> Do it. Fucking rip it up. It's like, I'm ready to be 60 already. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Make it go faster. Yeah. It's fun, uh, though. I, uh, yeah. It was a good time. I definitely so, am more appreciative of the memories now. And I was like, I don't want to sound like I was like, fuck this when I was in it. I was super happy and like, like to the guy, like, I was a fun person to be around. I was just mean to myself and you know what I mean? Yeah. So, whatever. It's not for like, you know, like, I, I, I don't doubt, like, you weren't like walking around going like, why am I here? Stop yes. fighting me. Like, Sucking the fucking, yeah. Not an energy vampire. I was just like, 
Because one hundred percent. Because like with uh, like your time in from first to last, it was the self-titled era. I was like, mm-hmm. you weren't on Throne to the Wolves, were you? No, I left like I did like a demo with them mm-hmm. that didn't make the album. It's a good demo. I only, I mean, I like laid keys on like one song, maybe two, and then I joined. I sat, and so yeah. that got like my full attention. Was that like something that you sought out, or was that like kind of like Epitaph Records being like, hey, bro, hey, Chris, hey, buddy, <laughs> yeah, no. help us out here, buddy? <laughs> Epitaph Records has never said, hey, Chris, hey, buddy, to me. <laughs> they've, they've always been like, who the fuck? Why is this guy? Why do we always see him? <laughs> How'd you get back in here, Chris? <laughs> oh, goddamn, this guy's everywhere. Uh, no, so Travis did their record, like he produced yeah. it, and the whole time he was telling me about it. And then he showed me like the demos, and I think it like three of the songs for pre-production, and I think it was like ASL and fucking Beauties in the Eye of the Beer Holder, something else too. And I was like, "Yo, this is fucking sick." And I'm pretty sure I don't want to like misquote, but like there's a there's a sticker on the front of the album that says like "Heavier Than Earth" or something like the <laughs> quote. And that he was like, "What should I say about this record to review it on the thing?" And I was like, "Say it's heavier than Earth." And it should say, <laughs> "I said that." That's a total <laughs> neat thing to say. <laughs> so Damn a band it, I joined, yeah, it's actually a band I joined. I also had the review for on, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I was like, "Yeah, you guys need a drummer, pretty much." I was like, "Put me in contact with them, and I'll like send an audition tape." And I hadn't played drums in a while at this point, like because I was doing keys and traveling. Yeah. And so, uh, I, if I could ask one question, like, was that like a like, was it like the homies were just like, you know, like, hey, it seems like you're not happy playing keys, or was it like your own choice being like? No, that was totally me. Okay. I think I might have. I just had like a big like awakening period. I was like, I have to like do the thing that makes me the most happy right now or I'm gonna fucking keep recessing into like this like destroying myself like you know mentally yeah because I need like I need the release and to feel like I'm creating and having a positive output and I'm not getting that from an instrument I learned like a year ago that I haven't fully been able to like speak on you know what I mean of course like yeah, you feel so. like you articulate better on a drum set than you do a keyboard. Yeah, yeah, because I worked so hard at it. I mean, I was like in basements most of my life, just like shredding it out and playing all these shitty shows. And fucking do, you know what I mean? Like working real hard at it. So like, if, like right at this point, like that was like what 10, 15 years ago. Like, how do you feel now as a keyboardist? Do you feel like you've like, like progressed any like further? Oh yeah, I love it now. Yeah. So yeah. I spent so much time like honing in on that instrument and then honing in on like guitar and other instruments now uh starting in like 2010 I took like a, or 2012 I took like a big break just to like focus on writing and getting better at all those instruments so I could actually speak on it and have a voice so like all the pretty idiots it's all keyboards and guitar and that's just all me except for like that one hook in vultures yeah. that's Derek but what what a uh, what a cleverly ironic name! You're like I can finally speak on all of these instruments. What shall I yeah. call this music? Pretty idiot. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Named after my mom's cat. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <Uh-oh. laughs> and so we've got uh, nine minutes left before we need to resume. Just quick heads up if we 
yeah. out of existence, that's why. Okay. Yeah, you just send me a link? Yeah, yeah, I can send you a link and we can restart. We'll just edit it all together. Yuri makes, a, Yuri makes a funny joke when the whole thing crashes because <laughs> usually cash cash pays for this, like Zoom thing, and it just doesn't make sense from someone in this economy to pay for a Zoom account. So Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I can make the world end like five times over. It's fine. Just explodes <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. I think I actually did that last time, actually. Just explodes Dragon Ball Z style and look fine. I like that. That's great. Uh, it'll be your episode in the Kid Bandit. I don't know if you're familiar with Kid Bandit. Uh, if I'll you're into AEW or anything. Like, they're an independent wrestler, and they were on the show with ah. Adventure. And you're here. But, That's um, Yeah. Well, it'll be a callback to that episode. So uh, if you wanted to see that effect, if you have free time in the future, you want to see what that effect will look like, I'm sure Yuri will do something in a similar vein. <laughs> um, but with eight minutes left, I think we can kind of like maybe round out like, so you became part of Astral Rejections like oh, yeah. rework. Yeah, because like they had recorded the whole album with Neville and it just became a Nabil. situation. Yeah, well, Nabil, no, so I was part of that first record too. So I joined, I joined like literally like five months after the release of You Can't Spell Slaughter. And then we started, that was like their first tours that they were doing. And so it was like an Alisana tour, then there was an Attack Attack tour, I think, or five. I don't know, it's a, it's a while ago. But um, yeah, so we started touring and then we, uh, we were going to go in the studio and we spent two months in there recording Astral Rejection, the first one. And then after that two months, we felt good about it. Nabil worked so fucking hard on it. Like, he's really killing himself. Because he, he was the head writer of that band, you know what I mean? Like, that was his brainchild. And I'm just the drummer. Like, I'm just going to go play drums. Maybe do a little keys if they wanted. But And then the Epitaph pretty much, like, was like, it's not heavy enough. Can't. It's not in the market we want you guys to be in. So they shelved it. And that just basically means that you don't get to touch it and no one gets to hear it. I think they released one song and said, like, Excite Dyke, and they were like, this is a demo, and they put it on a sampler or some bullshit. Like, it wasn't even, like, a full release. So that was all real drums, too. Like, that was me playing drums. Like, the album's out now, finally. We, I yeah. think we started enough petitions to, yeah. <laughs> that they finally released it. And, uh, I mean, we won't see a cent from it. They didn't fucking, uh, whatever. That's all whatever. I'm just glad people get to hear it now. But then we went, yeah. and then, like, two months after that, Nabil had quit because it was just, like, he was over the industry at that point. Like, it's not hard to jade a good per like, make a good person jaded, yeah. especially when they're super excited and they're mm -hmm. just doing this because they like music. And then you get them in the industry, and these people are like, oh, yeah, we're not going to release that. We're going to fucking do this, and we want you to do this. And he's like, I don't have to do this, so I'm gone. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to go, you know, work on my other fucking things I'm great at because he's really talented in general, you know? Yeah, and I think most people, like, may not realize. Cause I've watched, like, you know, we had a Nate on the show, and we've had uh, uh, I've watched, like, a bunch of Matt interviews, and, uh, like, those guys at that time, like, it's not like they were party animals or anything. They were very smart kids that, like, studied. And, yeah. And, like, nobody I wouldn't say Matt studied. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say, I would say Nabil's smart. I wouldn't say me and Matt are in the, in the studious. Uh, we're fun. We're, we're funny. Reading. 
yeah, yeah. I believe it. Great yeah. literature. I, I, I believe it, man. Drinking a nice cup of Moscato and just having a nice brandy, you know, on the sunset. I believe that. I want to believe that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. But. Yeah. At, but at this time, I mean, nobody wants to feel like their time's wasted, especially if they, like, anyone that's heard OG, you know, yeah. it's like, why, yeah, I would understand why anybody would be frustrated why that album would be shelved, because it's a good album, and there are a lot of people out there who've heard that, and they've heard the, you know, the, the second tracking over, and, you know, people pick favorites. It's not like I don't like the original, you know, I like the OG, I like the, uh, epitaph version because it's like life hurts is considered by some to be like one of the first in the vein of like that sad boy trap rap type thing and it's yeah, just like killed that track oh yeah and it's just like there's definitely merit to be found in both albums it's not like you know just because alt press has like an angry writer that gives it like half a star or like one and a half gives a fuck yeah yeah, and like and now nowadays you got out press is like, oh, I set my friends on fire. It's genius, and it's just like you know, like times change, people change, and I think a lot of reviewers from like back then like just kind of got off on being like mean to bands for some reason. Like it was weird. Yeah. It's I mean, critics in general, what are you doing? You're fucking consuming something as fast as you can and trying to shit out a response on what it fucking tasted like, so you can get an algorithm. And fucking, or like make a deadline for your reports. Like, who gives a fuck about what it tastes like? You, like, we all got fucking mouths, dude, and ears. Like, I don't give a fuck what yours. I mean, I do look at Rotten Tomatoes. I want a general consensus of fucking yeah. audience score, you know what I mean? I'm not yeah. gonna go waste my time. But what I think that people want is like a an honest review like you know nobody wants to hear just like oh this is the worst band ever don't listen and to this shitting on it to shit on it like not knowing anything yeah it's just fucking people are I, yeah critics sometimes just i don't understand it they get high leeching their... off yeah i don't i don't get like there's definitely that like negativity stream like it's always persisted and it definitely seems like with youtube letting people make videos as long as they want these days there's just like minutes and hours of just contextualized like i hate this because this is like the thing to hate right now because like there's a lot of people hating this right now so if i want to get some attention i better hate on this too yeah yeah and exactly yeah and what? then when it's cool like 10 years later like you said they'll be like oh yeah i fucking love that band when i was younger <laughs> oh I cool <laughs> yeah like cool dude where were you 10 years ago yeah you son of a bitch <laughs> Time's moving too fast. But, I mean, I think that's just kind of like, you know, the times. Like, like you know, sometimes it takes a little bit for people to kind of get it. Because I feel like with... I set my friends on fire now, like, with them, like, popping off on, like, Facebook or something. You know, like, swooping in and using that, like, intellect to steal a, a festival's, like, URL. <laughs> so and, good. Yeah, you know, like... It takes, like, as a certain level of, like, experience in the industry to kind of learn these, like, quick-witted things to, like, yeah. keep yourself relevant. And I think, like, nowadays, like, that humor appreciates because I think in the MySpace days, there definitely was kind of a curtain. Like you were saying, like, there was a mystique. These are rock stars. These are rock gods. And I feel like yeah. people, like, this band rose up out of MySpace. They can't be, uh-uh. Like, we got to, like, just shit on them because they're not real. They didn't go through the Osbournes and... They weren't on stage with My Chemical Romance or whatever bullshit reasoning. You know, I'm pulling out of my ass here just thinking of nonsense. But 
I think you get what I like. What I'm trying to say, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, people, uh, we're easy targets, honestly. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, Nabil's a sweet guy. I think it was just because everyone had a sense of humor and didn't take themselves seriously in the band that it was easy to shit on them and be like, yeah, but, but then it's like, also in that aspect, it's hard to shit on us because your jokes aren't funny and our jokes about ourselves are funnier. You know what I mean? Like you, you can't say anything that's going to best my put down against myself. Like you pussy, uh, like fuck you. <laughs> I'm the king of pussies, man. Yeah, you idiot. <laughs> Whatever. He's not a pretty idiot though. Welcome back to the world of tomorrow. We did. Uh, since we have this little calamity real here, um, I wanted to bring up. Uh, hey, Chris, do you mind, like, you know, I, I feel like uh, 2012, you said, was when you took a break from uh, music, right? Yeah. All yeah, right, so was, I, uh, yeah. That was with I Set My Friends on Fire, right? Yeah. I think right. it was, yeah, it was like late 2011, 2012, I believe. Um, yeah. it was on, we were on tour in Europe, me and Matt were just like, I feel like everything that happened with Nabil and the label kind of grinded us so hard and just created sort of like, we wanted this certain thing to happen and we wanted this certain sort of music and we just kept getting like, I don't know, we weren't able to reach it in a way, and we are just getting frustrated with outside forces. Like, I wanted to go, like, just, like, make my own music that I, like, was hearing and stuff, because, I mean, like, on that second Astral Rejection, which is technically the first, like, there's, like, a couple songs that are just what I made musically, and then there's a couple songs that what Matt made musically, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, he did, like, Developer and Life Hurts, and I did, uh, Oh, I don't even know what the title is. My Paralyzed Brother. These are all Matt's titles, by the way. <laughs> My Paralyzed Brother taps his foot. I did that one. I did, uh, oh, fuck, Narcissism Paw. And then Erectangles. That's it, Erectangles. So I wanted, like, some more, like, cyber grind fucking, like, future shit. Just, yeah. like, I like Matt when he's, like, sounds like a madman. Like Same. Yeah, I I did like that record because I think we we like we both like found like cool balance like we got to like have some songs because the first first version of that we didn't me and him were like you know taking Nabil was the maestro you know what I mean so that was cool but anyways I think I got off track here no go ahead okay so (laughs) so yeah I think it was just like frustration with the industry people that were dealing with us, like our manager, our booking agents, uh, the, the scene they were sort of lumping us into as well, because we were like content with touring with like bands like Dance, Gavin, Dance. Those are like some of our buddies. And we were like, if we released this record, we would have been on a different trajectory. And look where Dance, Gavin is now, like that market that, all those industry guys that fucking were like, oh, bring me the Ryzen breakdowns, you need this shit. It's like, oh, you totally missed what was happening here. And Dance Gavin's like fucking selling out 3,000 cap venues still now. You know what I mean? Like, they don't have foresight. They have fucking, but poor skin. 
They just fucking. I think you even Bring Me the Horizon was smart enough to be like, hey, it's time to dump the breakdowns. Let's let's yeah, let's go. Fucking, you know, the radio rock, like it's this, you know. Wait, yeah. It seems you can't copy what people are doing. It's kind of like it's like I've always called it being like like either on the pulse, ahead of the curve, or like you know. Like, yeah. there's some bands that are going to be able to make, like, a really great demonstration of the sound that is popular at the time. And it could have nothing to do with the fact that, that it's like, oh, I'm, I'm making this because I want to make the best, like, the best metalcore. It's just like, well, I really like Chugs, bro, and I just really wanted some screams. Like, yeah. I wasn't trying to, like, recreate the wheel, but when you start telling me, like, hey, my song, your song needs, like, nine breakdowns, like, with back-to-back breeze, please. It's just like... Yeah. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah, I think when he started like hearing the demos from when we so we we went to California. We lived in this apartment, and we did Astral Rejection. And when we were sending off all the the production demos to these this label, I think they're like, "Oh, we're <laughs> we'll kind of get what we want a little bit. <laughs> we're not gonna, like these guys are not going to do what we say, pretty much. Because I mean, there's nothing that sounds like that's a weird album. Like it." It's a fucking, I like it, but it's definitely an like an eclectic taste in a way. Like, oh, not yeah. saying like it's above anyone's taste, but it's definitely like you have to like a couple different things for sure to listen to this album and be like, okay, I get it. You know what I mean? I but, feel like uh, at, I feel like definitely as like time progressed, like with the, you know, life hurts and stuff like that. Like that sound evolved from that point. I feel because like. You know, at the time, not everybody else was making Life Hurts tracks, but like, yeah. you know, four or five years later, all of a sudden, it's like, wow, everyone's doing Life Hurts right now. What's going on? I'm scared. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's, I think that's why people like I Set My Friends on Fire so much looking back to, because, I mean, Matt Mahana and Nabil are from fucking Miami. Like, that's where all that sad boy rap shit comes from. Like, that 808 sick stuff. Like, Suicide yeah. Boys love, I don't know if they're from Miami, but like, Suicide Boys loved I Set. Like, I'm pretty yeah. sure they like talked uh, Matt a couple times. I'm sure yeah. like that whole wave of like Little Peep and whatever else their names are that I don't listen to, but I respect. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's that whole wave of music that sounds like direct rips of shit that was happening back then. Mm-hmm. The man, Mahana, especially, like he was like giving feel- it's like freedom to think about like things in that way. I feel like. Of course. And it's like, you guys, like, I feel like I set my friends on fire, even from first to last, because, like, Dear Diary has, like, Untitled Track or Dead Baby Kickball to some. But, um, like, rap <laughs> have always kind of had this, like, association, like a, like a love affair of sorts, because, like, you had, like, yeah. Punk Goes Crunk, like, back in the day. It's like, and with I Set My Friends on Fire, starting off is, like, you know, getting on, like, a lot of people's radars with uh, Crank That. It's just mm-hmm. like, like it's always like been like a fascinating relationship between like post hardcore, emo core, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just, there's such a, there's such a common theme with both of those things, and that's heavy fucking groove and halftime. Like, that's all like, good heavy music is is just like sick ass groove. Just yeah. a caveman fucking stomp around. Like everyone's like, yeah. I mean, it's like being around the tribal fire back in the day, and you're just like, yes. Fucking play the heaviest downbeat you can, dude. It's sick. <laughs> you know, it's like I think it's like a basic human essence. Yeah. 
Every every time I hear any any time like caveman heavy music, I just think that one song by Death Clock. Was it? Um, which one was it? Oh, I'm the fucking top. I'm the fucking top. That's one. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know that one, right? Yeah, yeah. I love so that. It's like yeah. it's randomly popped in my head. Sorry. <laughs> every every That's time. That's again. I like. Death Clock's one of my favorites. I was just watching Metalocalypse yesterday. Dude, fuck yeah. Yeah. When are we getting the Pretty Idiot animated series on Netflix? Dude, I got, like, <laughs> I have this animation I scripted out that I want to make. And I would totally do it to Pretty Idiot. No, you gotta you got make a live action. Like, I'll, I'll audition as a lead. Okay. I've got, I've got both half the titles now. <laughs> and you're humble. <laughs> humble. I'm the most humble guy there is, man. Dude. Myself, I, there's no one humbler than me, dude. Yeah, everyone know. says it. You know, it, it's like the most common thing people think about me is I'm pretty humble. Like, kind of, you know, kind of, a little bit. You know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, uh, um, I, I actually had an animation idea for a video for I set during Astral Rejection that I had like scripted out, but then we ended up going with that the one for It Comes Naturally. Because I wrote that one, too. And then uh, my brother, Nabil, directed that one. But it was pretty much along the same. All my shit centers around, like, space wizards and time travel. <laughs> some sort of portal or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> that old chestnut. <laughs> yeah, a classic fucking thing. Can I hey, go to an average episode of Venture Bros? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> and we had... Uh, we actually... Uh, for a video that came out for I Set My Friends on Fire Forward, the track Astral Ejection, John Snepp uh, made that video. Uh, he was the director of Metalocalypse. Yeah, he was. He took a... They were like, hey, you guys want to go to Titmouse Studios and meet John Snepp? I was like, fuck yeah, dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> we're like walking around, they were like drawing an episode of Venture Brothers, like some special. I was like, this is the greatest day of my life. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Where's Mastodon? Is Mastodon here? Please. <laughs> I, I would That's just be glorious. A, yeah. It just sounds awesome to me. Like I would just be like, oh. yeah. I was great. I definitely was like <laughs> containing my fanboy shit. Uh, you know what? Like fucking... fucking... yeah. Go ahead, Yuri. I said, good chance to do that shit. I'd be fucking shit myself with plus a shotgun blast. Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just walked around with that. I was like, oh, that's great. Cool place. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Be oh, Metalocalypse? Yeah, 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 I've heard of it. Walking cool. around with an O face and just giggle dick. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> giggle dick. That's my, that's the actual, the first album from Pretty Idiot, actually. I don't know if you knew that. Giggle dick. <laughs> really? Is that where no. I stole that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you owe me money, dude. Ah, fuck, I'm ripping them off. <laughs> Three millionths of a cent right now. Spotify style, baby. <laughs> How do you want your uh, penny cut? Should I use yeah. like, you know scissors or like yeah, steel cut? Send it. Yeah, send me a check that costs more to write it on the paper. <laughs> <laughs> I can get yeah. a penny through some cheese graters, man. Yeah, like, I got like a metal file, file like a little dust off a penny. Send that out. Pretty much. Dude, I got I got a fucking like six years ago, six or seven years ago. I got like a. A letter from Epitaph, like they're. I was like, oh shit, hell yeah, another royalty check. These don't come often, and they're like, hey, we're not going to send you any more checks till you're 
it accumulates to at least twenty five dollars. <laughs> I was like, well, I guess I'll never see another check again. <laughs> Just good times in the industry, man. That's horrible. <laughs> this is the last care. time you've seen it. I mean, with I set my friends on fire, like trying to like you know get that little spike in the needle. I mean, you haven't seen it. A- yeah. Well, no, slaughter got a spike. I don't think astral rejection gets a spike ever. People Everyone like, eh. put asleep at night listening to astral rejection. Yeah. Stream it. Go go at epitaph. Feel like give Chris his micro sense right now. Yeah. Stream <laughs> a rectangles three million times, <laughs> please. <laughs> Chris wants his quarter, man. Yeah, I need a quarter, dude. <laughs> I think if you get if you get into music and you expect to make money, just you're doing it wrong, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not gonna happen. As far as I'm, as far as I've learned so far is like most people have the misconception of thinking labels are like this path to success when it's more like getting a big credit card that can talk to you. Exactly, they're alone. Yeah, they're alone <laughs> shark. I can. That's it. They'd be like, they're oh like, yeah, dude, we're gonna hook you up. We're gonna get you this video. You can do this. It's like sick. And they're like, well, you didn't sell enough records so we're gonna drop you and uh you're not gonna see any more sense we're all just gonna pay ourselves back with any streams you guys release okay they're pretty much a mastercard with hands to choke you with so yeah i like that (laughs) yeah some people like getting choked yeah can't knock it if you haven't tracked it don't be talking bad about anyway uh moving on (laughs) uh chris do you mind if I talk to you about, like, some bands? Like, we usually talk about bands on this show, and I know, like, after I set my friends on fire, you took your little break. We can talk more about Pretty Idiot and stuff, but we got about, well, about 18, 17 minutes before this thing does the world crashing again, but we can see how okay. the flow goes. But if you wouldn't mind, would you like talking about, like, a few bands, and, like, I can tell you about them, where they're from, what kind of music they do. People usually reach out to get, like, ad space on the show and kind of yeah, let's get their it. fans... Yeah, get their bands talked to with some artists. So, first first is uh, Let Me Bleed. They're like a West Palm Beach metalcore band. Um, they kind of have, like, they don't have any music out yet, but they kind of, like, release, like, a couple covers on, like, TikTok and, like, Instagram, and they kind of been seeing, like, a lot of cool success with that. So, like, they'd be releasing, like, their uh, first track here pretty soon coming up. So, my question to you, Chris, for a band like... Uh, let me bleed being all the way from West Palm Beach you know what advice would you give for somebody like you know um, on their first release of music Uh, I'd say don't overthink it just make it just do what you think is natural and fun you know what I mean you don't want to it's not the last song you're going to make your first one out the gate just make it as fun and happy as you can put as much good energy as a you want the person to receive you know what i mean i think a lot of people overthink their shit like constantly (laughs) if i learned anything from kenny beats it's don't overthink shit yeah shout out kenny beats yeah you can always set yourself up for failure and talk to yourself out of a lot of good situations if you overanalyze it can happen your 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 own mind can be your own worst enemy sometimes you know Mm -hmm. this is true and also, I would say, if something's popping off right now musically, like a quick flash in the pan sort of like genre, don't fucking follow that. Just do what you like, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. And if you but if you want to incorporate a dubstep breakdown, like go for it. You know who yeah. can stop you? Yeah, yeah. If you like electronic music, <laughs> I can do some cool shit. Experiment yeah. for sure. Damn, hell yeah. when, when, when the hell did you get hands on my footnotes? <laughs> <laughs> I won't tell them about the polka porno grind band you got going. Don't worry, man. That one <laughs> polka grind. That's what? Don't worry, Gary. I'm not gonna tell him that. I'm just going for like for like jazz, bodcore, flamenco. What are you talking uh, about? Hey, it's hey, a man. big one. That's popping off lately. People love it. Your reggaeton waltz band with ska elements will be heard, Yuri. Don't worry. <laughs> Shit, I didn't write this down. Good idea, man. <laughs> Yeah. Don't worry, man. Boston Nova's coming back in a big way. Don't worry. I know. Yeah, it never left, bro. It's going to be here forever, man. Yeah. Party into the break of dawn. But um, moving along, um, my good homies and Castell will be doing a tour on the West Coast out here. They'll be touring with, uh, like, he films the clouds on the West Coast. And I believe they have a couple of Eastern dates. Let me, uh, I always come prepared for these things. It's the best. Like, I always have, like, my stuff right on hand. And it's just, like, I'm able to reach out to it, grab it, and show it off to people right when I need it. And I'm not, like, yammering on, buying time while I look for something. Totally. That's not me right now. I swear. This is like a politician. This is really good. <laughs> Career politician at this point. I've been doing this almost through. I, like, I, I think Demo Team Podcast started in 2020. It's 2022. It's, yeah, it's yeah. been going on a minute. I've been doing this. You're in it. Like, yeah, I'm in this. <laughs> oh, I'm horrible. I, like, I, I always hate when people say they'll send you like, some graphics, and it doesn't matter if they did or didn't. I can't find them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scrolling. Yes, I found it. The Lost in the Woods tour. Yes, America, freedom. Anyway, um, it will have Castell. He films the clouds, minimalist, and Get Bent. They'll be touring all over. Definitely Get check bent. it out. <laughs> I like yeah. that name. It's a good name. But yeah, they'll be touring everywhere from like Salt Lake, Las Vegas, Palm Desert, Fontana, California, like Nevada, Utah. I mean, Washington. It's everywhere, man. Like, definitely go check out their pages. Like. Uh, definitely castell it's just like at castell that's c-a-s-t-e-l-e that's on most places i mean maybe it might be castell ban on instagram but definitely go check all that stuff out like that's a really great tour that's coming out i definitely want everyone to enjoy those kind of things because music has been kind of on the back burner the last couple years and like if any shows near you just check it out maybe it's a band you've never heard of who cares maybe it's the most popular band in the world maybe pretty idiots in your neck of the woods go check them out you never know like good music's always can be found wherever you look you look really hard you know sometimes you don't even have to look hard to find good music sometimes it's on the radio yeah sometimes google just takes all your dna and puts in an algorithm and tells you what you like yeah. and that's exciting too that that shuffle button has never been more powerful i don't think it's crazy oh yeah it's like shuffling like body wash that i might like too like, yeah. Never, wow, this is crazy. How'd you know what shampoo I would like? <laughs> it's like you got to take a risk. Go in that 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 aisle in the supermarket and like bust out and get yourself a different fragrance. Maybe you know you never yeah. know. Like fragrance, live baby. on the edge. Variety is the spice of life, and I like my life spicy. Mm. 
But I don't know if I want my body wash to be spiced. I don't know if that's a good idea. Chili pepper body wash? That would be dope. I like chili pepper. Like, I mean, that'd probably sting. But if, I mean, if it's just the smell, like if you smell like a bunch of sizzling fajitas, I don't know. With some nice bell peppers. You know, I, I, I think that'd be cool. I mean, I work in a restaurant, so that's a, that's not, it's easy for me to smell like that. Hell yeah. I yeah. mean, that's, that's awesome. Like, do you, like, do you enjoy working in a restaurant? I've worked at, a, like, a, like, a college, like, San Bernardino University for, like, a couple years, like, like, as a cashier and all over the, like, cafeteria and kitchen and stuff. I can't say that I was, like, really into, like, some parts of that job, but I definitely do miss cooking. I always like cooking. I try to cook a lot. Cooking school, it's, like, creative sort of thing, and then, like, uh, I like being under pressure in some ways and, like, you know, dealing with, like, huge rushes of fucking full restaurants and, like, slapping shit out and then feeling accomplished. Do I like doing it for 10 hours a day? No. <laughs> That's about as cool as paying taxes, you know what I mean? It's like, well, yeah, I, if I could I do it for just for pleasure, I'd be like, this is great. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. I, I worked, uh, I think, my last like civilian job, like, before. Like, I, I mean, I'm just doing, like, music promotion these days mostly, but uh, I worked at Amazon, and, like, 10-hour days are not fun. I don't like standing up all day. I definitely mm. don't like hauling all these heavy-ass packages all day, so that, that wasn't the most enjoyable. It was nice to have, like, a cool, steady income, and you're not just, like, doing gig work to try to, like, pay the bills, but yeah, I definitely don't miss all the standing around. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, I like to be moving. I think so. In that respect, I do like, I do like it. Oh, yeah. It's fine. I need Anyways, to <laughs> Castell. <laughs> Castell, yeah, go check out that tour. All of them, yeah. Listen to them. Do everything you got to do. Um, shout out to the homies, uh, Little Geronimo. They just dropped a new record a couple weeks ago. Go check right. that out. So, so fucking good. I love I love Little Geronimo. Those guys are awesome. They're from Florida, so I mean, it, it, we, we as we've mentioned many times, and this. Lots of good things come from Florida. That's right, true. Chris? Like every porn star. Is yeah. In Florida, it seems. Every single one. Everyone There's a lot of broken homes in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of them. Some people just like doing it. But hey. statistically, broken homes. We're <laughs> just stating facts here, that's all. Yeah, that's just that was in Time Magazine. Little Geronimo, you say. Yeah, it's a little Geronimo. Awesome guys. Celebration? Yeah. That was their All album. Right. They just signed to Spirit Vision Records. That has uh that is a Ben Rosette record label. Uh Ben Rosette plays drums in uh, Strawberry Girls. Ah yes, I've seen his name. I think he added me on Facebook or something. Maybe we have mutual friends. Nice. Ben Rosette's awesome. That dude has like a massive discography and he's like just stays releasing music like every like every time I turn around I'm like, Look Hell <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, I got. I always admire people with work ethic, man. And like someone like you in the industry, you got a massive work ethic. Like you actually like you jump around from band to band, and like you help out with drum tech work, and like you got the awesome stuff with the villa. Like you have an awesome resume, so like it's always good to like you know be a hard worker. Yeah, I always figured in my thirties I'd pop off better. So here I am, popping off. viral, baby. It's all <laughs> coming together. <laughs> Finally, I'll be noticed. For tapping on a fucking calf. There you go, man. I mean, that's just that's just your first step into the pond. The water's rippling, yeah. man. I'm back. <laughs> the waves are heading in, man. They're gonna crash in your wake, dude. Don't worry. Yeah. 
But I mean, um, with the villa, like that was your. Was that was that something like that came up like years in advance? Because I know by pandemic kind of. But no, no. Like, so that actually, I mean, that was last year. It's already been a fucking year. I think around this time, actually, uh, my buddy Jason Mace hit me up and was like, "Hey, Michael Bond's looking for a drummer." Uh, and I was like, "Oh, tell him I'm fucking available," because he—I don't think Michael knew that I was taking gigs or anything. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. think he knew that I was interested in playing drum. Like, I've gotten that so many. Like, I'll see people on tour now, and they'll be like, "Dude, I didn't know you were <laughs> wanted to play drums or something." Like, I heard some people were looking for me, like, in big bands. I think, like, Johnny Craig, which I would have never done. He's all right as a person, I guess. Anyways, I don't want, I won't stir a pot right there. But, um... <laughs> good, good. <laughs> I feel like I'll tread lightly. He's fine. We're, we're buds. But, um... Yeah, so Jason was like, Michael's looking for a thing. And I was like, oh, dude, tell him to hit me up. And then... He, he basically had that record written and they had two singles that had come out and that record's been written for I think it's like a year and a half almost two years now and so the single just came out which is finally like I mean we filmed that video so I joined and just to do the tour and stuff and we went on tour of Scary Kids and we filmed the music video during that too we did two videos one might come out the other is out bad for me and um, I mean, we filmed that in September, so damn near a year to fucking release that shit. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't do the recordings on that, but we're writing right now, and I did them live. So if, if you want to see me play the songs, there's live video on YouTube. It's a different style. I think I'm old, old Big dad Chris rock. <laughs> Get Lenty on him. Don't worry, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Lenty. Haven't heard that name in a while. You gotta let him know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, li- I like it though. So it's mainly it's Michael and then uh, Kevin from uh, Woes Me. He's the guitar player, Woes Me. Alex from Danger Kids plays guitar. And uh, our buddy Jeremy Crow, he's, uh, he did a lot of local acts and stuff in the Georgia area. And he's a he's sick. He's a sick musician, among other things. So, it's pretty cool. We're excited to go record some more. Nice. Get some new shit out. So I have a question. Like with, like I, I like you and many others experienced something called a pandemic. How I have no that... idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, I just watched True Blood for four days in a row. <laughs> that was it. So, how did that affect you? Would you say like did you give, did it give you more time or like with the way like everything from like an industry level like shows being canceled and stuff like did that just kind of like I don't know fuck my brain. To, yeah, I mean, I made a podcast to like because my band couldn't get shows so. I didn't make it, but I, I jumped on one that was looking for people, so, I mean... It, yeah. Um, honestly, I I was stoked. Of, I was stoked on what I got out of it. I'm not stoked it happened. Yeah. Um, I'm not stoked all the tours I was going to make money on got canceled, you know what I mean? Yeah. In some other multi-fucking 
in another dimension that never happened yeah. you know it's a different path but this one it did i i honestly like so i left this tour of polyphia not left like the tour was over and yeah. i was on tour with this band on there and me and the singer were like we're gonna write together we're gonna do this record and he's from england yeah. and uh so i immediately got home and i wrote like a track and then i wrote like another track and like two weeks and stuff like doing all of that like i think it was like two tracks at least a week during a week and a half and i kept that up i made like 28 songs or 30 songs that year because i just kept up my pace of like writing in hopes of like doing this because he's such a sick singer and stuff and i don't want to give away names or anything because it's a super secret band but uh yeah. i'm pretty excited about it but he's got to release his third album right now you know it's like an unspoken yeah. you, you gotta you gotta keep the secrets you know yeah it's, like it's, it's honestly it. it's a marvel movie i can't fucking talk about it honestly it's yeah. like i'm like <laughs> yeah, so so i'm afraid so i got that out of that like i got to write real heavy uh i kind of got sober i like cut all the drinking like down to a minimum to where i'd like do it like twice a month maybe instead yeah. of like five times a week with like four blackouts you know what i mean and then yeah. last year Everybody. i really i stopped completely so, so it was a good i got i got good i got good things out of it yeah and then you new york then you, yeah. i mean have you been to new york in a while i've never been i hated it used to hate yeah. it covid everyone just left i'm assuming and uh i parked in manhattan first try it was great <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't crowded. It's like, man. All it, all it took was a global epidemic. Man. Yeah, go back home. You shouldn't be here. It's too expensive. <laughs> Leave it to the rich people. Of course. Yeah. Uh, so positives came out of it. <laughs> the best kind. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I mean, it's always good to, like, try to take these situations when we're given time to, like, you know reevaluate situations and kind of like focus on stuff because it's always best to utilize your time because time is always slipping slipping into the future and all that you know not to reference a song or anything yeah but i mean it's it's in a song because it's true i mean you don't yeah. put stuff that's fake in and on the space jam soundtrack so of course space <laughs> the final frontier yeah. steve miller and space jam <laughs> of course <laughs> gotta get those references they gotta be multi-level you gotta have layers in the gotcha. meta but i feel like that's what music's becoming mostly these days it's like a mishmash of genres and like stuff people grew up with and it's just like but well, what if we did this yeah you know? yeah they're just pulling from everything they've ever liked which is what you're supposed to do you're supposed to like blend all of the good feelings and try to you know i mean you're just yeah. trying to like encapsulate a three minutes of time for a person you know yeah. are you gonna blow us up again you're three minutes why not why not um why not um ten minutes of like making final <laughs> fantasy music but with with rock instruments i'm in i'm down i mean i'll just do the sephiroth up. theme song over and over yeah. again yes i i'm telling you post hardcore or just metalcore somebody needs to be putting some like latin chants in their songs like that would just be awesome over like a china symbol and some uh, we're, blast beat we're, we're we're getting there hanan is getting there 
<laughs> do it. What's, what's that cat serious. doing? That cat is being a cat. You're, if you if you make it. Best cat. This is the best content ever. I love that cat. Yeah, I love cats. I love cats. My, my mom has like a. She found a couple of kittens, and I was just like, kittens. Like I love. I love kitty. I love cats. Any felines are just like you know the the superior animal of all species. I'm just I mean, uh-oh. <laughs> dog lovers are going to be uh, such a controversial uh, show. I'm on. Yeah, you just made an enemy out of every dog lover now. Good job. Yeah. Great. And there's, there's too many of those. There's, the lines <laughs> have to be drawn in the sand by someone in the music community. <laughs> yeah, every basic idiot's a fucking dog lover. Damn it! <laughs> I wanted to slam on the dashboard, but I'd knock my phone over. But that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> my anger knows no bounds. But with eight minutes remaining, unless I'm guessing like because it always cuts us off a couple minutes before. Yuri, are you ready? But um, we'll be able to switch over. Uh, yeah. Unless you got shit to do, Chris. We don't want to hold you too long. We don't want to, like, you know, I'm good. manipulate you. No, I'm all good. Hell yeah, brother. Um, definitely. Um, what was the atmosphere like at So What Music Festival? Like, I know you had... It, it's a little viral, we know. the Fuck, atmosphere. man. That goddamn thing. It was so fucking hot. Oh, yeah? And uh, it was... Uh, I mean... It was fine. It was fine. It felt very warped tour But, like, I told... It was... I don't want to talk shit on it, honestly. Like, I'm sure someone worked sort of hard on it. And... and <laughs> I don't know. I heard, like, the day before they, like, ran out of water and shit. And, like, like all the crew and, like, the people working it were really, really great and trying their hardest. It was just like, you know, they're just keeping a ship up that's fucking like in a battered ass storm. So they yeah. all did a great job. Anyone working it was doing great. It was all just right. like, it was, I don't know. It was weird. I, I feel like the, the, <laughs> the swing of shows, while I feel like we were like, what, six, seven months into like pandemic allowing shows and such. Yeah, I feel like there's always going to be obstacles to be created. What with the soaring gas prices and just the inflation of everything, you know. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think it was anyone's fault. I think it was. I mean, there was a lot of fucking bands on that goddamn thing. Oh yeah. I was like, what is? Who is this geared towards? <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> yeah, everyone in the world. Find hey, something you went viral, you like though. It. I mean, it did something right. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, shocking, honestly. Uh, it was good. I um, yeah. It was fine. It was fine. Were you able to catch any bands that you hadn't seen in years? Did you catch up with any homies you haven't seen in a minute? Or Dude, yeah. Fucking, band or I saw fucking uh, Matt Mahana. I hadn't okay. seen him in a decade. And so right. found out we were both going to be there. And so he came and saw me. I played. Oh, we played the second day. So he played the first day. And so he um, came and saw me. And was like, hey, dude. Dude, it was fucking bizarre. I mean, feels like no time's passed, but. A decade's gone by, and it was great. I mean, we immediately just, like, were laughing and having a good time. This kid was, like, came up, and I had I'd never met him before, but he's like, dude, I got you on Facebook. And I was like, oh, sick, man, thanks. And he's like, was that the first time you've seen Mahana? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, dude, it's been, like, ten years. And I was like, yeah. He's like, it's pretty special. 
And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Facebook <laughs> Mutual. You're right, buddy. Thanks, dude. <laughs> what a cool guy. <laughs> the people of Facebook are very kind when they want to be, and I'm glad that they have, they have the ability to do so. And there's yeah. a lot of cool people. Like, Facebook, yes, is a cesspool of, like, weird dumb shit but there are some very kind people uh, that are on that yeah. and just just reach out and be like hey brother you're special yeah. he's, a, he's a real friend now he's not just a facebook yeah. friend. it's he's facebook official now i wish you could like verify friendships on facebook and be like this is That's, an IRL yeah. relationship too and you like real. double click it that would be the thing that saves facebook that could be the thing that saves Facebook, the, a top eight of checkmarked friends, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Remember, or, remember, back when, uh, remember back when Facebook had close friends? Yeah. Well, that was the yeah. thing. Now it's just like favorites. And no one ever knows. You can't have close friends anymore, but you can stalk people. Yeah. So bizarre. Not the same. So, you, like, we got four minutes, but maybe I, maybe less. You were around, I'm sure, during the mice like the season. We're on season three of our show, but um, season two we were like, you know, hitting up as many MySpace bands. We had a Skylight Drive on here, Jordan Blake, I should say, of uh, some band called ASD, uh, yeah. Legal Obligation. <clears throat> anyway, uh, Jagman. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. The difference between MySpace and say. Facebook, like, what would you say do you notice is different? Oh, man, uh, MySpace was just, like, full-on ego. It's just, like, this is what I like to wear, this is what I listen to, this is how cool I am. I don't feel like there was any real depth on MySpace. I feel like, at least on Facebook, you're supposed to have some sort of, like, close friendship with these people you're adding or, like, you know what I mean? Like, give them something of humanity. MySpace yeah. was like literally just fucking as many photos as you could pose for with a studded belt. Yeah. Just looking, you know, what you thought was cool. God damn, I look, I mean, talking it very, is cool. Studded belts are tight. Hey, there were some very nice hair patterns and designs. Yeah. People put a lot of work into the aesthetic. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Not to quote the from first to last discography, but there was no. an aesthetic to be maintained nice for I mean did you I mean tight pants were in I mean thanks 18 visions but you know what I mean like, yeah girl pants I had to go to fucking JCPenney and buy fucking girl pants people don't know how easy they have it nowadays man you had to you had to go to a section of a store and get a lot of like weird eyes being like you don't oh, even dude. get I don't care the dude, eyes... yeah. <laughs> I used to get made fun of all the time just walking around Walmart just getting called yep fucking slurs and shit and just yep. like you'll like it in 10 years you bastard <laughs> <laughs> and in ten, not even 10 years i think pretty much like 2010 like lmfao came out kid cuddy was wearing skinny jeans kanye was wearing skinny jeans it was just like yeah. we told you they're comfortable yeah yeah, yeah. it's, it's just good. like yeah i always say though like girl pants you know they had uh like elasticity, spandex, skinny jeans, like you know, there's a you know they don't have quite the same ring. No. To them, you know what I mean? Yeah, girl pants would like like you'd blow out the crotch, like it would lose all the elasticity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's fucking weird. 
if you'd have like some sort of like diaper situation like <laughs> then you're you gotta get in some like hot water throw it in yeah. the dry <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't cake. miss that I don't either I was wearing I, I, large I t-shirts like <laughs> granted I was like 16 but like, <laughs> I wore a lot of extra medium shirts you know what I mean like oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. it was in it was definitely like hair metal. It was the hair metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's because our, like, you know, the parental generation of that era was like hair metal. So it was kind of yeah. like that our way of like going, we're just like you, mom and dad. We learned yeah. it from you. So cool. Less of a curly thing, though, and more of a straight flat iron thing. But I wish, I wish we were blowing out the hair more. That was cool. I think some people had that big buffant. <laughs> Look at a fucking Rob Damiani's hair. Look at Hey, I'm alive. Right. So alive. Just looking at hotels for this fucking. Have you seen this uh, Desert Days Festival? No, no, I've not. It's uh, Tame Impala's playing Lonerism in its entirety, and it's like a bunch of like psychedelic bands and shit. That's shit I'm into. Hell yeah. It's pretty dope. I'd go. I'm going. I bought tickets. And then my buddy's like his band. He runs production for the Armed. This like really sick collective, like hardcore musician. He's like, I might be able to get you passes. I'm like, please. <laughs> oh yeah. Pretty please. <laughs> yeah. A, pr- a pretty idiot says pretty please. I'm just saying. What you gotta do? I'm oh, yeah. branding. <laughs> Gotta, you gotta be on brand. Be Brandon, you know. He's branding everybody out here. Hot iron stuff. So, what were we talking about? MySpace? We, MySpace, we're, and we talked we're, about we're, giant bouffants. We, we were specifically talking about, like, poofy hair. Oh, yes. Yeah. He's, he's hair, while not as, like, extremely frizzy and, like, coily all the way out to the, you know. It was I'm definitely. I'm so glad I never did that. It was. I mean, did you flat iron your hair? Did you have long hair? Or are you? No, just I like have. Really... I have such fucking straight and like fine hair already. Must be nice. This baby was a swooping. Oh, I had red. It? There it is. There it is. That's it. Still no, looks it's... good. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't have no complaints. But <laughs> Yuri, you got the traditional like from first to last like stringy. Like awesome yeah, straight. Like, well, no, what, what I'm going for is uh, the, just that anime look of like it's kind of straight up top and it just flares out more and more the longer it gets. And I've got like yeah. a one side long and shit. I don't know. I'm, it's I'm, super I'm, cool anime mullet. I'm, I'm too too much of a weed. It's it's. I, I just took it and run, ran with it. Fuck it. You look like fifty percent of it from first to last crowd. Any <laughs> given night. Just right. sixty of you guys. That's the secret, Yuri. All emo hair, all from first to last hair, is anime hair. It's just, yeah, that's what it is. I know, that's... Thanks, because we're all watching too much fucking... What was on the Yu Yu shows that one back then. Toonami was just a big deal back in those days. It was like the only thing on at like Dude, 5 o'clock in the Oh my like, fucking god. I miss when Toonami was a weeknight thing. Not like... Weekends. It was just a week on TV, like, back in those days. I mean... Early 2000s, 99, like, there wasn't much on TV, like, Dexter's Laboratory, yeah. maybe. Yeah, well, I mean, if you looked on Comedy Central back in the day, there was BattleBots, that was, a, that was about it. 
South Park was always on, man. Oh, yeah, of course. I think You're they had there. a loop in the third, too. They would play that late at night. That's oh, yeah. That show was fucking great. And then uh, Cowboy Bebop was always popping back then. Yeah. What else? Again, um, Tenchi, like Universe, Tenchi Muyo, uh, let's see, late at night. Trigun? Trigun! Trigun. My man! Yeah. All right, all right, all right. I need to, I need to pitch a series. Like, cause I, know, I think you both are familiar with Trigun, I'm pretty sure. So, the writer of that show did another show called Blood Blockade. You should watch it. It's the shit. It's, it's about, check like, it out. It's about a kid like, who moves to New York, and New York is actually hell. Which, I mean, is basically New York, but still. I told you. Well, not anymore, since COVID. Now it's He's fine. He's got parking now. He can get parking yeah. now. Now it's purgatory. <laughs> purgatory. <laughs> Good, it's leveling up. Hell yeah. You so, said it's called what? Blood block? Blood blockade. Blood blockade. Yeah, it's the same right as Trigun, and it's 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 the shit. It's my favorite show ever. He also did a. Uh, he also did Gungrave. Like, what is it? Nightow? Yeah, yeah, Nightow, Nightow. Don't have quiet strong. Yeah, but yeah. That's him. Yeah, he's yeah. a. I love that guy. His art style is amazing. Like, the, like right. people don't even. Most people don't know, like, the anime was, like, made before the manga was even done, and, like, the manga, like, goes off, like, the comic book. To you folks that aren't inclined to knowing what a manga is, um, it's, it's, uh, it, it definitely differs, because they, like, you know, the manga didn't get finished until after, like, anime was long since done, like, years later. Sick. Sick, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> it's very you tight. Got close. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably looking up some like night towel right now. He's just like, I need more anime. Uh, I mean, all day every day, man. All day every day. Actually, Very I haven't watched a, I haven't watched a single anime in like probably six months or more. And that was just uh, fucking one. Getting piece. the shakes. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking out. <laughs> I miss I it. Anime, man. <laughs> no, I, well, I don't actually watch them. I just really like the aesthetic. Like, mm. yeah. I play, I play a lot of video games, and then try and recreate music from the video games, and that's kind of all I do. Ever. That's cool. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, I'm pretty sure, Chris, you're like from first to the your era from first to last is probably like the only era from first to last, like on like a Need for Speed and like Madden, right? Am I wrong? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, wait, no. Okay, so the, there was that one. I think Populism 2 was on a game. Oh. Was, wasn't one of, one of your band songs, I don't know if it was, it was the first last. Was that like Burnout 3 or something? Yeah. I think so. I think, cause, yeah, I think, I think so. That might the... be what Populism 2 was on. And then I know once they got the EA contract, it was on everything. And then Matt wrote the theme song for Command and Conquer, or like re-recorded it or something. Yeah. Fuck Command yeah. and Conquer, Red, something. It was tight. Sick ass. I'd love to just make theme songs for video games. And, you hear or that? wrestlers. I really want to make wrestler entrance songs. Like, I feel like I'd be really good at it. I've tested yeah. the waters. I think oh, WWE, like AEW, definitely could utilize. Because, I mean, AEW has been, like, referencing post-hardcore a lot more. I mean, CM Punk came out to AFI, which was his theme song on in the indies. And it's just like, oh, yeah. I mean, he got, just... every time I die is a wrestler. You know, Andy's just like, you oh, know. Oh, Andy. 
He's beating the hell out of people on live television. He's got roots, man. I'm just saying, if there was ever a time for Chris Lent to be tapping the heels of anybody these days. I got I to gotta find an up-and-comer, man. Make a song. Do it. I mean, I, 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 we did have a Kid Bandit on the show. I'm sure right. we could... Uh, yeah, I'm just saying, we know, we, we know a person in the, like that's wrestling. They might need a theme song. Dude, hook it up. I'll fucking make them one. Of course. We will hit up Kid Bandit. We'll tell him. And we'll get you that little opportunity there. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Like, I'll hear about connecting bridges, making bridges, you know. I'm into it. I'm I just it. changed my world. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? It's all possible in the world of Chris Lent. I mean, he's viral <laughs> today. Who knows tomorrow, man? He might just be the next, like, plague. The Uh-oh. latest. <laughs> oh, no. Dude. You're like you're five for five on on first last bun. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm uh, I I like I I think that like you know that Spotify pie chart thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like Dance Gavin Dance from first to last. And it's just like that's just I'm into it. That's just who I am. I love from first. Like I just I've been a fan for so long. Like Dear Diary, I bought that. I, like I I just tried to keep up with it as much as I could. And when I had money to afford stuff, like. That's why I like the YouTube stuff, because it was just like, I wasn't always like, you know, in the money, but like YouTube was like, as long as I got an internet connection, I can watch them from first to last TV. <laughs> I'll tell you who else wasn't in the money during that time. From first <laughs> to last, we were. <laughs> so, one and the same, my friend. I mean, do you guys have that whole fiasco with like, what was it? Because uh, it was like one record label had you and then it like dissolved and then another one like bought you guys or something like uh, yeah, Capitol Records and yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I luckily I I generally luck out joining these bands because I don't really sign contracts with any of these labels. And so like with I from first I never signed any contract with a, a label, so so fuck all that. Um and then I set I just was a pub like a writer and publisher for that record. You know what yeah. I mean? So didn't not under anyone's control yet. Like so with the loss, you get to oh. keep all three quintillions of a penny. Yeah, exactly. Just comes straight to me, not through the hands <laughs> of anyone. Son, <laughs> in the palm of his hand on Spotify at all times, just like yeah. give my quintillions. <laughs> just imagine Smog, but he's just on a millionth of a penny in a giant <laughs> empty cave. <laughs> just a bunch of just Spotify stats. He's just got like some really, you know, good yeah. micro pennies. Yeah. It's just half of a penny and a bunch of cred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Everyone's shit. like, weren't you in that band? It's like, yeah. And it's like, cool. Speaking of smog, when the hell is somebody going to have that band where like the singer is just a giant fucking dragon? Uh, I think we should use more projection art in all live events. So I think I, immediately I, Pretty I Idiot would, has just announced that the new lead singer is Smog. Yeah, Dragon. I was going to say, oh, like, yeah. did, like, do you want me to tell him, Chris? Because it's like, did, yeah, have you never sorry. seen Pretty Idiot? Like, he, he is you a dragon. me up, Yuri. It's <laughs> <laughs> the big this, surprise. I, I was, was going to say. Like, this is his human corporeal form. Like this is just how he appears on interviews. If you've ever seen human that, brain, yeah, 
You can't handle it. <laughs> Kill thing. He was a dragon on stage, dude. Like, <laughs> shit. Wait. He was hiding. <laughs> Blue was covered. I'm so sorry. He was covered in his microphone. Come out sometime. <laughs> like the world's most viral Polyphia drum tech uh, revealed to be dragon. Like, damn. I mean, I'm sorry. It, you know what? You know, knowing them, that kind of tracks. Honestly. <laughs> Yeah, Tim's just like, yeah, we got a dragon as a jump tech. It's not a big deal. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, that, that's it's, lore, it's, that's it's very lore. It's very lore friendly. Yeah, <laughs> they are gods. They, they, I mean, they definitely, you know, they better be. They got the drum tech of a god, so I mean, it's, uh, I mean, the energy's got to rub off on them a little bit. I honestly, I, I told them, I was like, I don't think I'm gonna tell people what happened. Like, you know, the actual story with all the in-ear thing. I was going to be like, I was just going to tell this story about how God was jealous of Clay's sick fills, so he took away his ability to hear. And so I, against God's wishes, came and tapped on his leg to get him through it. Just you know, to smite him. This is how the Titans got uh, put away, man. And, like, I know this is going to be a very dramatic thing, and you're going to get a lot of heat for this. They're going to yeah. be coming to you, Chris. Like the lightning bolts. You know, I know if you got to pull a Snowden and go to another country, I understand. Like, you know, I don't want you to be fearing for your life because the gods, they, you've taken their fire, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going back to Italy, baby. I mean, if, if, if they give him he's a fucking dragon. He's just pretty far back to them. He can give all the heat back and then some. That's true. But he's, he's got to return the mustache back to Italy, dude. Like, it, it yeah. needs to be home. It needs to In be back. Motherland. Yeah, that's where dragon mustaches come from, Italy, you know? Like, it's true, it's true. It's just handmade in Italy. Yeah, handcrafted. My great, great, great grandfather, fucking whoever he fucked to give me this mustache. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, this is funny. I love this. It's a great-ass episode, dude. I'm, I'm very appreciative. Sorry for a car. It's so loud right now. I just had to have a cigarette. Anyway, very appreciative of you spending your time here today. And I definitely know Yuri's got about like 15 minutes left, possibly maybe like 20. But I wanted to just like definitely take the time to like thank you and all that. Like, because like I've been a fan of yours for a long time, dude. And it's awesome to see you like, you know, keep popping up and stuff. And like with the Velocity Records having Villa and all that and like, you having music cut, still coming out with Pretty Idiot and stuff. It's just like, it's good to see like a working class musician still busting his ass out there. Real salt of the fucking earth, man. <laughs> blue. You're real blue collar, good guy. You're yeah. stalwart, man. You're yeah, soldier. when I'm not making tunes, I'm fucking roofing. <laughs> You're a very vigilant Spotify soldier, you know? Like, you, you're yeah. staying on top of your shit and you stay working, man. That's like, that's it's good because there's people like that don't got that hustle you know and it's just like it sucks to see people struggle and stuff but like to see you still like working it up and like kicking ass doing it like good on you dude thanks man i appreciate it of course. i do got a my new pretty idiot single will drop i think mid-july i filmed a video for it with my nice. buddy travis shoots who did the first video so nice. i think it'll be pretty cool I mean, it's not like anything in the genres that I'm associated with. Especially, I mean, you can tell that from the first single, but, you know, I like it, so I don't really give a fuck. That's, what, that's <laughs> how you gotta do it. That's, that's how you gotta do it. 
Yeah. I'm just trying to, like, make music I would have heard on the radio as a kid in, like, Europe and been like, love this song. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whatever you get Jam. your head by. Like, if you're making music and you're making and you're not making music for yourself when it's, like, your own personal project, like, I can get, like, you know, when you got to fill in for somebody's drums, you got to get someone else's vision across and stuff. But, I mean, yeah. if it's your own project like please express yourself the way you want to like don't try to fit in a box for anybody right. yeah yeah i think a lot of people get wrapped up in trying to you know fit some sort of mold they think people like and i think that loses the like all the heart and fucking feel out of the music Absolutely. there's a lot of fucking music i don't listen to in in this scene like uh that i would be associated with just because of that you know what i mean they're all just like copy on a copy on a copy on a copy it's just like okay i don't fuck it <laughs> yeah i've heard this it. before yeah i get it 100 yeah. percent. how would you uh rate your time like so far because you say you've been with the villa for about a year and like mm-hmm. velocity is like a new startup record label lots of great acts like scary kids it's a story rebuild until god shows but, i mean thursday's on there too i mean that's got to be kind of surreal to be on the same record label as like people who've been in the industry just like if not as long as you it's still like a little teensy bit longer you know like yeah that's got crazy. i feel like thursday was on epitaph too or something i might be uh, wrong i'm pretty sure they were yeah they were yeah i guess i'm just following almost, thursday in their footsteps <laughs> i'm just you've exposed me yet again not only <laughs> my dragon i am also just following thursday you know what? You know what? You know what? If, if you're following Jeff Rickley, you're, you're probably doing something right. That dude's fucking yeah. right. This tracks too because that was like my first actual on my own concert was Thursday AFI and Coheed. Fuck, dude! <laughs> fuck yeah! That's good. I mean, my first first concert was Hootie and the Blowfish, and that was fucking sick. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like, how can you like go wrong with Hootie and yeah. the Blowfish? The best yeah, you mean Grammy award-winning Hootie and the Blowfish? Hell yeah. <laughs> like, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with Hootie. That was like 90s gold right there, man. Ah, incredible. Still listen. I don't want to be with you. I mean, come on now. Like, where can you yeah. go wrong? Can't. Can't. Not with Hootie. Yeah. The craziest yeah, thing but is I'm, there's, uh, nobody, there's no Hootie in the band. <laughs> uh, yeah. Darius Rucker, baby, holding it down. Still yeah. cashing checks. I also noticed, I don't know, like, if you've ever noticed this about that band, but there's also not a blowfish at all. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's always looking for Hootie, but I'm just saying, like, you know, there's also not a blowfish, but I'm... Yeah, not even even one blowfish piece of art with that band. I like that they totally were just like, that's the name of the band. No art's going to be relevant to it. That's it. If you ask us where we got that name doesn't matter we're not gonna answer it i'm like i'm curious to deep dive their discography to make sure maybe like there's a merch maybe something i want to know like and i want to like if i ever get hootie and the blue fish and the blue fish on this show i'm gonna ask them like how many people have come to you with like blowfish merchandise and you're like no get it out of here like no i can't do it you're gonna break what if that's the spell of their success it's just like we have to call ourselves this, but never associate ourselves with the imagery. Yeah, it's mystique. The whole mystique. They could have had a whole fucking underwater documentary, scored by Hootie and the Blowfish, narrated by David Attenborough. They blew it, dude. 
Yeah. Damn, oh, that I love how specific that was. <laughs> what are they doing now? Fucking living in mansions, playing <laughs> benefit concerts for millions of people. Come to think, it was David Attenborough doing that. Is he still alive? Yeah, he just. I think he just narrated a new. Uh, oh, we'll know when he dies, dude. Right. <laughs> Don't COVID you, part two. If, if he is dead, let's just pretend he's alive for a little longer. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty he, sure the world's he, gonna lock down again. <laughs> dude, if he dies between us recording this and it getting posted, I will actually cry. Oh, I don't want to put that. I'll you delete the episode if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously cursed. That feels so bad. Just now I've said it out loud. Don't it. it's speak my fault. that into existence, Yuri. <laughs> Fuck. Now I'm worried. I'm really worried. Don't check Google. I don't even want to know. He's alive as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> like David Attenborough's dead and... We're going to pull the Avatar 2 movie you've been waiting 13 years to see. No one's going to see it. <laughs> what, what actually happened in that movie besides, like, the, the guy wanting to shag an alien? That's, that's Man, all I remember. It's a visual saw, effects masterpiece. Yes. I saw that movie, I think, eight times in 3D when it was in theaters. Yeah. That's how depressed movie. I was as a human being. <laughs> I wanted to live in that fucking world. <laughs> like, take me there. <laughs> Three hours of fucking movie. I was like, fuck it. Worth it. I mean, I definitely is something you have to see on the big screen. Because if you watch it on, like, FX on the weekend, like, you're going to be like, this is just Pocahontas. Like, you know, it's definitely with... with yeah, it's Fern with, Gully. Uh, yeah, it's Fern Gully with Smurfs. Like, definitely, <sighs> it is... <laughs> It's definitely, uh, it feels, the plot feels very lifted from other sources, but yeah. on a big screen, it is a very big visual spectacle. And it was, at the time, like, probably the most advanced piece of, like, it's the same what, like, Star Wars was when it first came out. It was just, like, nobody had seen stuff like that before. And it, 100%. It blew my mind. It that expensive either. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't remember, like, seeing a 3D movie that was like, man, this is great, before that. Yeah, like you'd see. I remember documentaries that are like yeah. ten minutes long, and they cost like eight bucks to see. And it's just like, wow, that was expensive, but that did look cool underwater. Yeah, and they had like, I mean, I remember vividly when I was growing up. They had the VHS tapes. It would be like roller coasters in three D, and it'd be like red and blue fucking little glasses they gave you. And it was just Jaws, garbage. Jaws three D <laughs> is trash, and just like the fact that you can't Jaws really watch 3D. it. It's still trash. Like it's just, yeah. It was not like they didn't even make movies for three D like really well back then. And they, they even if they like knew how, they didn't know how. So. <laughs> actually, speaking speaking of movies, being like cinematography shit, what what's it like actually like coming up with ideas for music videos and shit? Actually, like scripting that shit out. Oh uh, man, I fucking I'm such like a movie buff. Like I watch so many movies, and I know. Like, I retain so much useless knowledge that it upsets people. Like, just to, like, ask me about, like, they'll be like, hey, have you seen this movie? I'm like, oh, well, you know, that movie's from... Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I annoy people pretty heavily with that. So, I'm like, I'm constantly just want to you... be in movies and, like, make them. So, yeah. it's pretty easy for me to, like, come up with a story. Like, yeah. So, like, I have a lot of, like, music video ideas that I want to put into fruition. 
I just need money. And that's why I'm coming to you guys to put my Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Smash that like just button. Kidding. Hit that subscribe. <laughs> yeah. I'm just hoping to stumble onto some fucking, like, hidden treasure once. I'll find a I map mean, and just do it. Just go, sure somewhere, just go somewhere in Oregon. It's always raining there. There's sunken treasure yeah. somewhere along the line. It's just be. If you think I don't think about how I wish my life was the Goonies every day, you're wrong. It's, <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking... Chris, I'm sure you can make a Kickstarter, a Patreon for Leg Tapper, the bio, the biopic <laughs> of the the Philippians drum tech. Like, oh God, I'm sure that we could, you can get that greenlit somewhere. I'm sure you've done some cool stuff around the world. <laughs> Jesus, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to ride this, aren't I? I'm gonna have to print merch. Tap me one time, Chris. Tap me. <laughs> I can. Uh, I'm gonna have to market it. If your headphones fail, I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> just you we just release like two fingers or something, and it'll just be like a hand. You can just put it on your leg and just wax you. <laughs> no, no, no. You gotta be like, you gotta be like, you gotta go meet the queen, get knighted, and get your name changed to Sir Taps a lot. Sir Taps a lot. <laughs> call me Big Tapper. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You need to get. You need to get a picture, and it's just like. A fucking drum a drum stool with the text above it. I'd tap that. There you go. That's a good. Don't give away these ideas for free. Hey man, someone careful. Listen, <laughs> careful. They're writing down. They'll write down all your ideas, man. Yeah, that's I'll why snatch these up. That's why after I say uh, when you make the the Chris brand leg tappers trademark copyright Chris Lent creative copyright, you know that that's that's his. Yeah, it has his name. It has to have his name on it because you can't copyright a human name. I think. Can you not? I don't. You gotta think put so. two eyes in it. Something. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Double eye cred. Please. There you go. I mean, I think the Ultimate Warrior. The only way he could get away with being called the Ultimate Warrior after his WWE, like WWF, whatever you want to call it, contract, he had to change his name to Warrior. So, uh, I mean, I guess. A little letdown too. First name can't be ultimate, unfortunately. Ultimate Chris Lent cannot exist. I'm sorry, Chris. That's fucked up, dude. <laughs> I want to be ultimate. <laughs> you imagine 30 years of your life, and then they're like, yeah, we own that name. You're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> can't sign ultimate? Yeah, what? And, it's, and then your heart explodes from all the fucking steroids you used to do. <laughs> Rest know. in peace, ultimate. Stay there. In the heavens of the warrior, you know, like <laughs> he's up there with fucking Macho Man. Yeah, Macho Man saved the world from ending once, man. He, we do, he deserves our praise. He stopped, you know, he he stopped Spider Man from getting a pro wrestling career. So I mean, uh, got, yeah, I forgot about that. You know, if he wasn't so mean to him and said he had him for three minutes, you know, maybe Spider Man could have been the best pro wrestler of, of all time. But man, maybe that was just a movie. I don't know. I thought that was real life because wrestling's real, you know. <laughs> you know. Why aren't there more Marvel superheroes moonlighting and just crushing people in fighting rings? Why is only Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter handling that? Chris, don't be giving away all your ideas. Ah, Chris. shit, bro. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, no, no, you gotta think, I mean, there was that fucking Mortal Kombat DC, DC crossover thing. What he's saying is, like, you know how, like, the Green Ranger... 
is actually like a mixed martial artist. He actually goes out and whips people asses. Mm. No, it's just like that's Green like, Ranger. Is that the like, one that recently killed someone, or am I making up? No, that no, that's one? the Red Ranger. Uh, <laughs> is that? A little bit. <laughs> no, there have been some Power Rangers that have gotten into some illegal trouble. You're not wrong about that. That's not a fever dream. Like that, I can confirm that. Yes, you have seen in the news some Power Rangers losing their mind. I was talking about like the original Green Ranger off Mighty Morphin. He played the White Ranger. Uh, Tommy. Tommy. Uh, in real life, his name's Jason David Frank, and like he has an amateur mixed martial arts record, and he was like undefeated, and he like had a couple of pro fights, and he never lost, and he just kicking fool's ass in real life, and it's just like, wow, yeah. that power ain't just badass. It's like the opposite of CM Punk. <laughs> I was so revved, I was like, hell yeah, CM's gonna whoop this dude's ass, and then he came out, and he looked like sick, and I was like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> he no, dropped no. away. He's ruining my t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, he's so badass, though, though, so that's all good. Just, just I think the only guys, way... To... Um, I've only got about 10 minutes left. Just okay, yeah. We can wrap it up. I'll, 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 my one quote on CM Punk, though, is, 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 is as bad as his UFC career was, he's a, gifted with the gift of gab enough to still be badass because he could talk his way like into anything. And, oh, yeah. I mean, he's uh, incredible. All around. Oh yeah, great. Like you know, he's not the greatest fighter, but like to do what he does, to do any form of that professional wrestling stuff, like even being good at talking, like it requires a lot of like you got to be good. <laughs> you did that. Yeah, and one hundred percent would whoop the it, dog shit out of me. So yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I probably whip the shit out of me and Yuri yeah. and just anybody watching this right now. Like same time. Gonna, yeah, over a Pepsi. Pepsi. <laughs> What's his new name, Mike? Yeah, Mike Pepsi. Uh, Copyright, okay. trademark. Now I want a Pepsi. I'm institutionalized about this right now. Oh God, I know it's coming. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I opened the can of worms. That was my fault. Yeah, well, without a doubt, um, since we only have a certain amount of time, and I don't want to, I know you're, you got work or whatever. Um, Usually when we go about to close up the episode, we used to like, we like to ask our guests, like, what have you been listening to lately? Or if you want to shout out some homies or give some airspace to, like, somebody you think has been working really hard, like, the floor is yours. And if you want to, like, plug your socials or whatever, like, we can get all yeah. that real quick and nice little bow. I mean, the best stuff I heard is uh, on YouTube. You type in Pretty Idiot, Vultures. <laughs> <laughs> it works real. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, I've been uh, for real. Do it. No. Sleep at I've night. Been, uh, repeat, please. <laughs> I don't know what like the late. Like I try to listen to like as much new music as I can. That's coming out. I, I know the new Working Men's Club is coming out. And that's pretty all right. I think it's below my mind. Remy Wolf's new stuff is good. Moderate. Um. The new Noisia came out. I listen to a lot of fucking weird music. New Foles just came out. They're one of my favorite bands. Uh, people that work really hard that I want to shout out. No one. Uh, <laughs> just, just kidding. Uh, go check out if someone is listening to this and doesn't listen to Derek and Travis's new band, Colera Violins or Color of Violence. They should obviously go listen to that. I'm pretty sure the new track... 
well, the newest single of that was the one with Derek singing on it, and that's fucking badass that he's fucking doing that. My new single will be out in mid-July with new video and maybe some stickers or a t-shirt or nothing. Nothing that'll garner me any money. So. Maybe a nice little stick that you can tap people's legs with. like you Yeah, know. yeah. It's a bullseye. You put it on your yeah. calf muscle. And I'll come go, go the buy low a- price of $1,500 and I'll put these fucking <laughs> fingers on that leg. <laughs> <laughs> go buy a bunch of barbecue skewers and like put like a little marker like yeah colors on it the Chris brand tapper you know just like I'm telling you I love it I love it they, they'd buy it in droves like the Polyphia guy touched this <laughs> well just a couple of children that made it in the factory touched it but you know it's his design <laughs> it, was his, it was his masterpiece his, yeah. his vision that brought it here yeah, I'm outsourcing to, you know, factories on the cheap, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and definitely, everybody should check out, the like, any Billow music video, any new yeah. tracks that drop Bad in. Like, out. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, the, the next single, Save Yourself, will be out in a couple weeks. Maybe, like, two. I don't know. I don't really... By the t- like, I mean, <laughs> this, like, this probably won't be released, like, tomorrow, so, like, it might be... A few yeah. days from now, when go check year. out the new single from the villa right now. Do it. <laughs> it's out. <laughs> Stop the video. Pause. Like you yeah. can come back. There's like a couple minutes left, but like pause. Go check out the villa. Pretty idiot. That's with two eyes in the front yeah. of idiot. Is it in the yeah. front or in the back? <laughs> it's the. It's in the. It's in the middle. Oh it's God. I O. It's I I O. Sorry, I'm a I'm a pretty idiot with just one eye. Um, uh, no, two. Eye. Wait. <laughs> uh, it could be whatever you want, honestly. Just find it. Listen to it. it it's only going to garner me about a dollar in its full career term, so it's all good. <laughs> Any way you want to spell it. <laughs> we all deserve micro pennies, man. We just want a, a smog, ca- a cave, just like with a bunch of micro pennies in it. We just want to yeah. chill. Hundred percent. I feel it, but one hundred percent, Chris. Thank you so much for your time today, dude. Like this is the hell of fun. You're like fucking funny as fuck to talk to, dude. You're like <laughs> down to earth as fuck. Like it was a good time. I if you ever want to chat, if you ever want to chat, my inbox is open. Yuri over here, he does great music with Hammer and uh, Gilded Wings yeah. group. Like, Send it my he, way, Yuri. Yeah. Fuck yeah! Thank you, thank you so much. I will. Like shout out to all like anybody that's watching anybody that is watching please go check out chris's stuff this has been the demo team podcast super special thanks to ghost killer entertainment that's our partners they help get us you know more a little more attention and they like great artists like chris let and they get excited like our boss zach he just gets so excited when we get like great bands and great artists like chris let here so thank you chris for giving us your time today like from the bottom of my heart and anyone everyone listening and yuri over here Thanks, man. I appreciate it a lot. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you both. Absolutely. Did you have nice, a nice meeting, man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. Did you uh, have any social medias you wanted to plug? Um, yeah, so Pretty Idiots on Instagram. That's pretty and then I-D-I-I-O-T. And then my normal, it's on YouTube as well under that. And you can find my links for everything on that. Hell yeah. Those or you can uh, go to Instagram. Oh, sorry, it's pretty underscore 
I D I I O T. Woo! Almost blew it. Hopefully they didn't run away from this episode to go check out your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> that was my fucking shot. Damn it. <laughs> Follow Chris on TikTok. He's got a TikTok. It needs more videos, but I, I it's a cool TikTok what's on there. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah. I think that's about it. Oh yeah, man. I appreciate your time. Thank you, Yuri, for giving me yours. I know you got to go somewhere. So, like, yeah. from everybody from Ghost Killer Entertainment, like, thank you for your time and thanks everybody for listening. Oh, yeah. Thank See you. Us. See you guys. Peace. Bye bye. Have a good one. Thank you.